you're back, and that's, thank God, we missed you, and we missed talking about how scary shit is in the world right now, aside from COVID, and we don't have to get into COVID, because I think the politics, it, 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 it encapsulates everything, and I think you're right, that the threat that is, and has always been Trump, has not gone away at all. Earlier this morning, I was listening to a podcast with David Axelrod, who was, you know, a decent guy, but is so committed to being part of the kind of slightly left of center liberal establishment that he's so vested that he, if, if the institutions don't work, his whole life crumbles. So we have to believe this stuff. And Robert Costa from the Washington Post was on. And Robert Costa said to think, you know, think how close we came to a constitutional crisis. And here we are. By the way, this is, you know, we're now in October of 2021. We're still and in there it. are still people who think we came close to a constitutional crisis. A failed coup is still a coup attempt. Yeah. A meaningful effort to overturn an election is not a coming close to a constitutional crisis. It is a constitutional crisis, and we bought some time, and it didn't end as badly as it could. But, I, you know, and I celebrated when Joe Biden won that election as much as anybody. But, but, we know the official position of the Republican Party is that Donald Trump won the election. The official position of the Republican Party is that January 6th was some kind of a tourist event that got a little out of hand. That is their position. They are, they are committed to this battery of lies that is the price of admission into the cult. And given one major party, that is one of our major parties, it's not that we're in a constitutional crisis, it's that we're in a very meaningful way in post-democratic America. Because that's if one terrifying. party is committed to limiting access to the vote, if one party believes that the state legislatures in some states should be able to overturn the election if basically they don't like the results, then if that party wins, we don't have a democracy. And if a democracy, a democracy that depends on one of the major parties winning is not a democracy, right? Democracy only works when you have it regardless of who wins the next election. Right. And that is where we are in America today. With two I mean, people you, really out of holding the cards right now, who are Joe Manchin and, and Kristen Sinema. Well, they're holding the cards on this, on this bill. But I want to just go back to one other point. Imagine January of 2024. Okay. When Biden narrowly beats Trump, those... The states where he narrowly beats him refuse to certify the election in their states because the Republican controlled You think Biden's going to run? You think he's going to run again? I'm guessing. Yeah, he will. Okay. Yeah. And uh. you have January 6th again, but this time it is a Democratic president who is faced with either let them storm the Capitol or bring out the security forces. And if you bring out the security forces, you're going to have a real, real violence on both sides. That's where we're heading. And paying attention to a negotiation over a budget bill without that context, which is what the media does, is deeply, deeply negligent. So, for example, to put any Republican, except for Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, but to put you know, Mitch McConnell on and let him talk about why the bill is too much money or Ted Cruz or somebody without asking them, while we're on the topic, and then asking about who won the last election. What do you think of what happened on January 6th, right? So to, to, to once again try, because the, the, 
the political establishment in the media is so vested in this model of Democrat-Republican, horse race, negotiation, both parties at all times are always in tumult, and they're missing the big story, which is that one of the parties is aggressively trying to destroy American democracy. And they're not covering that story because they're more interested in covering, you know, is AOC pushing Nancy Pelosi too hard, right? The New York Times ran a story today, which I thought was a fantastic story, uh, in that it revealed this. And I'm going to try to pull up the exact headline because it was up earlier at the headline on the website. And it says, oh, that's about the vaccine. It says, I can't get it, I'll paraphrase it. Okay. Um, Essentially, the, the American people want to tax the rich. Why can't the Democrats do it? And the answer to that question is, first of all, the Republicans, how come they're just let off the hook entirely? You have to mention there that the Republicans are committed to getting rich people richer, right? The Republicans pass through a massive tax cut to aim to just doing that. But the other question is, if you say, how come the Democrats can't do it? What you do is you set, you frame it as an issue of democratic dysfunction. Right. Instead of saying, maybe the Democrats can't do it because we don't elect our president based on an idea of one person, one vote. Maybe the Democrats can't do it because the Senate is dominated by small states, which overrepresents Republicans. Right? Those are the those are those are structural problems of the democracy, having nothing to do with 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 you know the taxing the rich. But also, I mean, they, they they have an effect on it. But I'm saying that's that's not because AOC and Nancy Pelosi are fighting, right? Right. But also, if you cover this this budget bill, you know, one thing you if you say, well. You know, if they'd have failed to do this, it'll hurt Joe Biden. Okay, that's true. But if you don't fill out the rest of that sentence, and if Joe Biden doesn't get reelected, the American demo- the collapse of American democracy will be accelerated. That's also part of the story. But instead, no, now we're just back to Democrat, Republican, you know. It's easier to, I think it's easier to bash people. I think it's easier to just bash the person. There's so it's many things just, going on at one time. It's not bashing people. It's telling a story. It's, it's, it's the need to, to not understand the depth of the problem. So who's writing the they're narrative? Covering, they're covering this the way they cover the negotiations around Obamacare. But this is not that, because if Barack Obama failed on Obamacare, the, the, the future American democracy wasn't at stake. That's true. Right? They're covering that's the difference in every everything that moves the Republican Party closer to victory. When they say this is a strategy the Republican if the Democrats lose control of the House, you hear that all the time. What they don't say is what will happen, because it happens all the time. If the Democrats lose control of the House, Joe Biden will be impeached. He won't be removed, but he will be impeached. Anthony Fauci will be brought will, will spend his time having hearings about, about you know why he conspired with the Chinese to bring COVID to the United States. Right. Right. There will be people you've never heard of, Sidney Powell and these people talking about voter fraud. That is what they will be doing if they win control of the House. And to cover it like it's just, oh, we'll have more conservative social policy is is really negligent. And this is, and, and but I'm, I don't want to dwell on the media except that this is why so many people in America don't focus on, and, 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 and also look, Trump was exhausting, and we're glad to be done with him, except that we're not done with him. Right, it's still exhausting, and I think you do have to focus on the media, and you do have to blame the media, because that's all people are still consumed with. And it's not, but but even beyond the media, I mean, there's a whole kind of, I mean, it's the political elite more broadly, right? It's the people, and I I said on a radio show the other day that, you know, the space aliens could land, destroy the White House, wipe out 10 American cities, and some pundit with an Ivy League degree would go on television and say, well, our institutions are holding, Right. We're so used to telling ourselves these things. 
And so many people have so much vested in believing those things that the, the story of the last five years is the slow collapse of American democracy. But that's and scary, that's like, and I don't think, I think, uh, I think it's scary. Like to the way people understand it, right? I mean, you turn on any talk show Sunday morning and they'll be talking about, will Manchin compromise at $2.2 trillion? Frankly, who the fuck cares? Right. You know? I mean, look, we know what Joe Manchin's about. We know that the compromise already was from $6 trillion to $3.5 trillion. And we know that, I'm sorry, that sometimes when the Speaker, Majority Leader, and the President, or all of your party agree on something, sometimes you do what is best and the stakes are this high, not for this bill. Yeah, for the for country. Yeah. Sometimes you pull on your big boy pants, in the case of Joe Manchin, your big girl pants in the case of Kirsten Cinema, and you do what is best, not just for your party, although for your party, but also for your country, and also for your constituents, rather than for your donors and your ego. Yeah, but that, it's too late. It's too but late. They already paid, too late. They is, paid the money. Is, and, and then, but the, the, half the coverage on Manchin is he's a principled moderate. No, he's Yeah, not. no, he's not. Because the principled moderate position here is $3.5 trillion. Because Biden and, and, the, and the left started out at $6 trillion. They negotiated in good faith. Manchin didn't. But there is no... See, that's the, also the problem. Like, that's my problem. And, and by the way, by the way, when everyone says it's down to one, it's one vote with all this power, no, it's not. It's one asshole who wants to flex his power. Because Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren or Alex Padilla or any one of the other 49, Demo well, 49 Democratic senators could simply, 49 out of 50, could say, oh, no, I will hold up this bill unless I get an extra half trillion for my pet issue. And they've all decided not to. Right. Because they understand what's best. It's Mansion and Cinema. They've made their votes seem more important because the other 48 people are acting rationally. It's not one, to paraphrase Archie Bunker, it's not, not as, to quote Archie Bunker, it's not one lone juror, it's, or to paraphrase, it's not two lone senators, it's two lone dingbats. And I think there's nothing left because they've already, so how does, how does Cinema give the money back to Big Pharma? How, does, how do they give back all that donor money and not do what the donors want? I think they're, I think they're so far, how do they get out? How do they get out? And, and the other thing you have to understand, particularly about Manchin, is that Manchin he's is a in this dick. odd situation of representing this very Republican state and being a Democrat. But he's but not a Democrat. Is, he's not, he, what, in name only? He's a Democrat? No, he's not a, no, no. no. Let's, let's be clear here. The most important vote that any senator casts is who they vote for majority leader. And he voted for Chuck Schumer for majority leader. So in that hugely important way, he's a Democrat. Okay. But, I mean, look, but, but here's, let, me, let me finish that, that thought. If Joe Manchin, if I'm Joe Manchin, and Joe Manchin knows this, the best thing he can do for his political career is to switch parties. So at any moment, all he has to do is call up Mitch McConnell and say, listen, yeah. Mitch, you can be Senate Majority Leader if you make me chair of the Energy Committee. And he does it, Mitch McConnell becomes Majority Leader. That's the leverage he has. But the only reason he has that leverage is because he's only thinking of himself. I mean, anybody could do that. Elizabeth Warren could switch him. She's not going to, but she could. Any senator, any time, can switch parties. Most of them, on both sides of the aisle, understand that that's, if you actually believe in anything, and I'm not sure Joe Manchin does, that, under, that under, undermines it. And, look, Joe Manchin's an old white conservative who happens to have a D after his name. The, the, but, the, but we're not, we're, again, we're missing the bigger question. Why do we have an upper chamber of our legislature that is, that is formed on such an undemocratic concept? Right? Why do we give each state, and the answer is this in the Constitution. I know, I've read the Constitution a lot. But it, just because it's in the Constitution doesn't mean we can't talk about it and doesn't mean we can't call it out for being fundamentally undemocratic. And let's not forget <coughs> the deeply racial component of that. There are more yeah. African-American people in Brooklyn than there are people in South Dakota. 
Right. Right? Or South Dakota, North Dakota combined, probably. Where everybody's stashing their money. Who knew South Dakota was a tax right, haven? Exactly. I'm not I surprised, mean, given, how, given their brilliant governor. Now you don't have to go all the way to the Seychelles. You can just go right that's into right. South Dakota. I'd rather go to the Seychelles, but that's right. That's right. I mean, that's terrifying. Not to mention her little scandalous, like, all that other, like, TMZ-type shit that's going on with her and, like, that scumbag Corey yeah. Lewandowski. All of which will help her. All of which will help her politically. That's what, that's what, you know, that's how far off the rails we've gotten. Help her. Oh, like, put her up on a, put her higher up in the mind's yeah, eye yeah, of she, the MAGA. She'll be, she'll be Trump's running mate in 2024. Uh, well, that'll make Nikki Haley upset, who can't seem to get her flip-flopping uh, correct. No, but Nikki, Nikki Haley doesn't know how to play. Is not playing this uh, wisely. Well, she she hasn't played it wisely since the beginning. I mean, she's just tanked herself. Like, she has done more damage that's right. to it herself. Is. I mean, it, it's too bad that everybody else that's imploding, like Madison Cawthorn and, uh, you know, that bimbo Bobert, who, I mean, they get caught. I think the thing that frustrates me the most in a lot of people is you're so deep into the intricacies of the constitution and the politics and where it leads and people like me are totally mind-boggled at the lack at the utter lack of consequences to to any one of these people caught doing any of these things the current and, and that is relatively new that like you is, just take the money i mean it used to be that someone like Noam would have to resign over something like this or someone like Bobert, who literally takes government funds and pours okay. them into paying yeah. her rent, is like no longer eligible. Or that, I mean, like, but be, I mean, I mean, you know, all of these things are constructs, right? And you know, as much as we can talk about institutions and rule of law and blah 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 blah, it all comes down to the people. It really does. And we have a country where forty. I mean, you know, if let's let's say that let's go back to twenty sixteen. And let's say that, that Donald Trump, you know, was running for president, saying what he was saying. And at the end of the day, Jeb Bush, who was the initial frontrunner, right, had won the primary, become the nominee, and lost or won. But let's say that Donald Trump had finished second in that, in that nominating contest on the Republican side. If that had happened, we wouldn't have had President Trump. We would have had President Bush or President Clinton again. You know, one of those two would have won. Yeah. And whoever won... There would have been an understanding in the United States that we need to investigate why we had this big, success, big, almost successful fascist movement. But because the movement was so successful, we've never really – it's taken in the whole Republican Party. So nobody really investigates it. We just kind of let it stand. That this well, and the judges are apparently pissed as fuck because they're looking but, at but the – I, I don't want to say we let it stand. We do something. We, we try to, but they have a lot of power, a lot of power. Being the minority party by that tiny margin in, in the House and the Senate, having and knowing that, that that no matter who the nominee is for either party, it's going to be a competitive race for president. There's no scenario in my mind where the Democrats win in a landslide or the Republicans win in a landslide in 2024. And given, most importantly for this purpose, how much power they have at the state level, and given these things like the filibuster that make it impossible to yeah. do anything in the Senate, they have a lot of power. So it's not that they're they're, you know... I got to really care that some people believe QAnon conspiracies. I care that QAnon is essentially the GQP now. Right. Like the only reason the only reason those thinking bothered that thinking bothers me is because of how empowered the people who believe it are, and they're and, and they're empowered by people who will do anything to get a Republican in office. Right. And I mean, I, I well, there's I also that goes back to the to, whole no con. There's also. 
these judge, the, all of these people in power, the judges are literally begging them to exert their power and punish these people that have broken the law and push these conspiracy theories and continue to pick away at the foundation of democracy. And they're, 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 that's not happening. No, so, and, and it is, but, but first of all, I, don't, I think, you know, one thing that I, I say has disappointed me, but I try to be more fair-minded about this, is that I, there are those who believe that Joe Biden, among all of the, you know, the candidates who ran in 2020 on the Democratic side, was uniquely positioned to defeat Donald Trump. And he was the only one who could. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's certainly, you could, certainly a legitimate argument, right? What strikes me is that the, the flip side of that argument is that's also why he's uniquely positioned to not understand the depth of the crisis. And, and, and what you see from this administration, now I'm going to make, I'm going to argue against myself in a minute, but what you see from this administration is, in my view, a real failure to wrestle with the depth of the crisis. A real, I mean, there, there are no investigations coming from the federal government, not just into right. January 6th, but into, I mean, Donald Trump committed crimes against humanity. Correct. I'm talking about COVID now for a second. And there are stacks of documents to prove that if you, if you print them out, right? Right. Stacks of documents, right? Donald Trump sought to destroy American democracy. He, he sought, he, 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 the Republican Party participated in a Saw massive it. He's still doing it, but go ahead. Massive disinformation campaign about the election, going back to way before the voting started. I don't know what the criminal process there is, but to document all of that is important. Now, they haven't done that. But on the other side of that is that how do you do that? It's not easy. You can't just start prosecuting people because that will set off. That will make things worse in many ways. You can't just have commission after commission because you know these people are going to lie. And you, so, so it's very, very tough. <laughs> but they but, can't even but, find the people. They can't find Dan Scavino, the guy they well, need that, to be. That's so, right. I but, mean, but, but of course they can't. That's the point. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I never, I'm not a big Rachel Maddow fan, but I remember, gosh, it was probably t- 2019 and maybe 2017, 18, 19, those years. Yeah. Back, I'm thinking pre-COVID. I would go over to my friend's house during October, which is where we are now, to watch the playoffs, the baseball playoffs. And, and <laughs> you see, I, I have, I bought a, uh, I got a way to watch the playoffs now at home, but, but those years, I'd go over there, and he'd sit on his couch, and we'd watch the game, whatever game we're watching, and then he'd flip over to Rachel Maddow, right? And he'd get all, like, like, and I said to him, you know, but, but, but I don't want to pick on Rachel Maddow because I think she's great, but she was really bad about this, which was every day there was another reason this is going to bring the Trump administration down. Right. And that doesn't exist. So rather than say, why don't they do X, Y, and Z, let's be honest. They're not going to. It's probably not going to work anyway. The problem is deeper than that. If I could, you know, you know, you know the, the, the one thing that I've said over and over and over since we were walking around the hill before the elections, there's no deus ex machinas here. Nothing is going to save American democracy other than Americans. And right now, you can't, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of the examples from other countries of what to do after the authoritarian regime ends are, are not useful because the authoritarian regime hasn't gone away. It's just kind of on hiatus for a but while. Do you, but and do it's you, still very powerful. Do you party, honestly think, party. this is my question, do you honestly think, I know Ted Cruz is a douchebag and, an, and, an, and a MAGA asshole, but do you honestly think these guys, like, behind closed doors are like, this is a fucking disaster and I have to completely continue to play this charade or else like my whole life is over. They know they have to know. Mike Pence well, heard the on, chance to hang You're something important there, which is that, that 
the, la- the thing you didn't finish because you were kind of moving from topic to topic, I have to keep playing this charade because, right? That is hugely powerful. You never know. Like, you could be, you never know. You know how, like, let's say you're out with six friends at a restaurant. This is a very benign example. Okay, right? go There's ahead. six or seven of you around a table, and the, the, the server comes and brings the menu, right? And you look at the menu, and you thought you were going out for burgers or something, and, you know, the burger is $32. <laughs> I'll just right? take the, the, I'll just take the breadsticks. Like $14, <laughs> right? And you've got the menu, and you're thinking, I don't want to pay. Yeah, that's my life. $32 for a hamburger, right? Yeah, go ahead. What do I do, right? And then you look around, and what if two things happen? Either you all kind of make eye contact, kind of nod your head, and you just leave. Right. Right? Or... You know, maybe you order, I don't know, like a key or something instead. You have a shitty experience. Yeah. Someone else orders hamburger. It's clearly he's or she is pissed off because it's overpriced and it's a very ordinary hamburger. And you want, you eat, but you finish your meal, you pay, you walk out and everyone says, why the fuck do we stick around there? Right? right. So the Republicans are in, why the fuck are we sticking around? But they're sticking around because they don't know. Right. That the next person also wants to leave. That's one hypothesis. The other hypothesis is they do the shit because it's worth it for their goals. What are their goals? Two goals, two, two major goals here. One, make their rich friends richer. And you can tart that up however you want. You can dress that up. You can yeah. use other language, but make your rich friends richer. Take money from working in poor Americans, borrow money from the Chinese, and give it to the richest people. Okay, that's not my goal in life. That's clearly the Republican Party. And the right. second, and more important, create an America where there are two or more tiers of citizenship and the top tier is white, straight, and Christian with the menfolk making the decisions, right? That's, those are their goals, and they will do anything to achieve those goals. But the problem is neither of those goals have the support of the majority of the American people for the very good reason that they're fucking crazy ideas. Right. right? So nobody, not enough people want that. So what do you do? You have to do this stuff. It's crazy. It's insane. And then it's, you get these people like the Steve Bannons who are true believers. But then you get the, the kind of, and, and, and then everyone is afraid of losing a primary because, of, I mean, okay, I mean and, and I would also say this, because, because whenever I see Ted Cruz, who has essentially seized his job in the U.S. Senate as being a troll, and whenever I see Ted Cruz on Twitter, I always have the thought that I remember when this guy came into, you know, national spotlight for the first time as a senator from Texas. He was in a statewide office. He ran for the U.S. Senate. And everyone said how smart he is. Yeah. I had this conversation with a friend of mine who's, who is actually very smart and is not a supporter of Ted Cruz. And, he, and I said, I, I, I think Ted Cruz is an idiot. And he said, Lincoln, Ted Cruz went to Harvard. He went to Harvard Law School. He clerked for a federal judge. He's not an idiot. And I said, you know, if you perform stupidity long enough, you become stupid. So with regards to Ted, I mean, I would say let's not pick on Ted Cruz. Yeah, it's not. It's more. Contrary, let's pick on Ted Cruz. Right. With regards to someone like Ted Cruz, you could say, or one could say, He's not stupid. Look at his resume. But I would say he acts stupid. He says stupid stuff. He indulges stupid ideas. What does it matter if he's not actually stupid? Right. And I'm using the word stupid here in the sense of not very intelligent, not capable of analytical skill, no analytical skills, not capable of connected thought. But you could – but this is one example. But you could also say if you perform fascism long enough, if you perform cult membership long enough – what does it matter if you're not a fascist or not in the cult? Right. So, for example, there's a lot of these. I mean, let's take uh, Tucker Carlson, for example, right? There's a lot of people like Tucker Carlson 
who are out there spouting anti-vaccine nonsense, and they themselves are vaccinated because they know they have to get vaccines, right? Vaccinated, sorry. Right. They know that that's, they have to do that for their own safety. They're not, not any altruistic purpose. Also no. to keep their job, because Fox News happens to have one of the strictest vaccine policies right. in the, right. in the right. news business. So, but, but, but what does that matter if you're out there telling millions of people if you're spreading disinformation? It doesn't matter what you actually think. What matters, I can only, I, I, I thank God that I can never be inside Ted Cruz or Tucker Carlson's head, right? So all I can judge them on is what they say and what they do. And what they say and do is stupid, fascistic, and cult-like, which means... For my money, they're stupid, fascistic cult members. But it's also deadly. At this point, it's also deadly, and yeah, I think that there's murderous. It's right. a cult. We've said that before. I know. Yeah, people. This is a this pandemic, which started with this corona, novel coronavirus. And that's I mean, I'm not a biologist, but you know, it started with a virus. Has now become a. It is now caused by politicians who are in denial. Right. That is what is called. Well, they're also in they're also in the money making business, because clearly, if you look at Death Santis, who's making money off of the monoclonal antibodies, which, by the way, if they found out that monoclonal antibodies have been tested on fetal tissue, they would. I mean, they're such fucking hypocrites. But it's not just but but you're you're making more even more complicated than it has to be. It's not just the money there. They're just like Tucker Carlson just in it for the money he gets from getting more viewers. Right. Ted Cruz is in it because it just, it's celebrity, it's fame. I mean, they're just, it's just a bloody but game. But they're killing people. But my point is there's no con- – what is the Hague for? What is any indictment for? What know. is any I court know. for? This is the thing. No, like, I, they are – I'm with you. I agree. It's very tough because, because it is – you know, you have this kind of sense that there should be consequences, but it's very, very hard to create those. But the judges are begging for them. The judges are literally turning around to prosecute, and they're, they're saying – this 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 white domestic terrorist, I hate the QAnon horn guy. This he's not a shaman because that's so disrespectful to shamans. Right. That like, that's not enough time. It's not enough. It's not enough no, time. It's days, not enough. And it's it's ridiculous. And it's that is why it continues. And, but but what it shows is and why aren't they doing that? Because they're afraid. They're afraid. Physically afraid? Like, they're afraid they're going to come after? Like, sure. yeah, I guess so. I go back to my conversation yeah. with a state judge in a, in a blue state, appointed by a Democratic governor, the early Trump years, uh, who said to me that he, my friend, was talking to a federal judge who was an Obama appointee, so also a, a Democrat, liberal. And he said, we were talking about whether we should get a gun, whether we should get guns, because we're afraid. Yeah, well, it is. It has become terrifying. I mean, people. I mean, you can't be the president of the board of education or the school board yeah. in a state without oh, being so followed mayor, and this harassed. Mayor in West LA, the other day, one of those little towns out there, you know, like LA's broken all these little towns, like being harassed by anti-vaxxers walking his child to school on walk your kid to school day, or walk to school day. You know, I mean, so people are afraid. I, I mean, but there's no consequences because the cops are so corrupted and and are also many of them not all but many of them are also sold into those belief systems so like you can't even go to the people that are supposed to help you for help this is not this is not star trek who are you calling the cops to be like i have anti-vaxxers harassing me and the cops are fucking anti-vaxxers no no but but this is not this is not star trek where kirk and spock i suppose for the younger crowd that doesn't mean anything but kirk and spock beam down and solve the problem, right? We have to solve this ourselves. And when we are, I mean, I mean, this ratcheting down this situation is going to be extremely difficult for all the reasons you say. You yeah. can't call the cops. You can't, I mean, I was, you know, I, I find myself, I remind myself that in the eyes of many, having a 
having a PhD in political science from a, a, a top university makes you less qualified to talk about politics. Really? Right? <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, that's, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I was just on a show, and, 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 I, was, and I, I almost wanted to call the host out, the, the booker afterwards, and say, listen, don't book me anymore, anymore with some right, weird right-wing blogger. Like, I actually spent years reading, writing, studying to get my credentials. I didn't just write a blog that Donald Trump liked one. Right. And I don't, and, and I don't, want, to, I don't want to suggest that there's any kind of intellectual equivalency there. Right. But, that, but, but they need that but, for ratings. So there's, they, no, so, so there's no, so I mean, I mean Rudy Giuliani, um, famously a couple of years ago on the, on the Chuck Todd, who was also no bargain, oh. said, um, said, you know, truth isn't truth. Remember that? Remember that? I don't. He said, truth isn't truth. But, I mean, of course, it's absurd, right? Yeah. But he's on to something. He's on to something. There is no, you know, you can't just start with the basics. If you don't want to get this disease, get a vaccine. That's a basic, should be, non-controversial, just a fact. Get the vaccine. And then people should, shouldn't have to worry about mandates and this and that because everyone would say, okay, I'll get the vaccine. Like that's, that's how rational people across the political spectrum, across ethnic, right. across religion. Because it shouldn't be political. Because it shouldn't be political. That's the problem. But, 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 but right, it shouldn't be, but it is deeply political. Correct. Right? Same thing with masks. Like, like we could certainly argue about what, how long we want to keep, but just wear a fucking mask, right? right? I mean, it's not, but there's nothing like that. And the reason is that the truth isn't true. So, 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 uh, uh, someone from the CDC or from some UCSF medical school says, you know, the, the vaccines work, and someone says, I did my own research. No, you didn't. Right? You just made something up. Right. I mean, some, someone anti-vaxxer. Uh, you just made something up, and those are not equivalencies. And then what does the media say? Controversy over vaccines. No, it's not a controversy. Yeah, it's bullshit. But they don't... It's a disinformation campaign. I, exactly. But disinformation they... over, over vaccines continues. Republican Party gets behind disinformation campaign. That's the headline. Right. Not controversy over mass mandates. Right. I, I agree with you. Look, it's like what Mike Pompeo tweeted yesterday. Parents should decide. Parents should decide what should be taught in schools. I mean, how asinine is that? That's what homeschooling is for. I have a friend in Ohio with two, I think, high school age kids, and the school board sends out a note on the evening, even the first day of school. We're starting this year by giving students and parents options, not telling them what to do. Like, what is so my kids going to go to school and get COVID now? Yeah. You don't have a mask mandate, right? But that's that's the level that that we're up. And, and I mean, we we've gone through this a thousand times. We're not going to yeah. work it out because. Because the bigger question is, what do you do when 40% of the people are in the cult? Or even if it's 30%, what do you do? I remember a friend of mine who was no, no left-wing Democrat at all, kind of a centrist guy, calls me up after the uh, January 6th insurrection and says, and says, you know, I think now, he, 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 he was not a Trump guy. He voted for Clinton and Biden in those two elections. And he said, I said, now people realize just how dangerous this guy is, and, 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 they'll, and they'll move away from him. And I said, no, they won't. Right. I mean, the, the most frightening thing about January 6th was that it, it hurt Trump for 24 hours, and that was that. And yeah. and if if that those events, if he can anybody any you know if he can withstand those events without losing any popularity, we are in trouble. So what? Do I, so the trouble. So moving ahead to the trouble, if he. I mean, he's already like this whole reboot of his campaign, the MAGA uh, uh, shit with the make, I mean, the dumb right. make America great again 
again. Like, yeah. I mean, come on. It, it's just the most insane, ridiculous I mean, it's shit. Grip, right? It's getting, it's just all, but, but he is going to run for president. Ugh. We are not going to get out of this again in, in 2024. It's not going to be, you know, there is no never Trump movement of any pertinence or relevance in the Republic or power this is in the How do we do party. this for another four? Like, it's ex- it is physically and emotionally exhausting. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. Except that, you know, I mean, I, I, I mean, I feel like... I really want I you to just say he's not going to run again. This is just him grifting money until he's throwing everybody under the bus. He will run again because he can't imagine having someone else be the spotlight like that. Yeah, and there goes DeSantis, who kissed his ass for the last, like, God knows how right, long, right. and is going to get tossed right under the Trump bus. Or is some kind of health issue for Trump. But he will run again, barring a health issue. How does a twice-impeached, lying, grifting, inept, incapable or uncapable, sorry, I mean, how, do, how, does, how does that even happen? How does that because happen? He's, because he's got, he's, I mean, it, it, it is. I mean, these idiots can't say, like, I just don't get it. Everyone that goes to these rallies. I mean, not only the fact that he still pays for these, like, blacks for Trump to sit behind him, that ex-con and terrifyingly frightening human being that runs that organization is a whole nother story. But, like, they still go. They still run to line up to be first in a massive, like, COVID super spreader event. And they, they don't, even he got booed, he right. even said take the vaccine. The dumbass even said take the vaccine, and they booed him. So, I don't, I don't know, the whole cult thing is like, yes, he's, but when the cult leader tells you to do something, don't you usually do it if you're in the cult? I don't know, I mean, I, I agree with that. I mean, I... I Let him run, there but... Are, it, there are no easy solutions here. There's no simple thing that we can do. And we have, I mean, that, that's the bad news. And I wish it wasn't true, but it is. So we're going to be, like, marching. I guess I, I guess I should just start collecting cardboard because the signs are all coming back, and I'm going to put the necklace back on. The Funk Trump necklace is coming back because this is all going to start over again? I mean, I can't even... I, I don't know, but, I mean, we are, we are not... You know, the, 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 the problems caused by Trump were never going to go away. They never were, and they're not. They're, and, 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 oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. Clarence Thomas is... What, I mean, nobody pays the price for anything. Oh, that's right. And slowly... You know, we can push and push and minimize... But yet, I gotta go to court for two tickets for riding my bike through what they thought was a red light. I'll suffer consequences for that. That's right. Sorry. That's right. And de Blasio wants to be governor. (laughs) Dude, when the guy said on the radio, I was literally listening to it, and the guy... And it's not funny, because you really can't laugh at the Taliban. It's not a joke. But the guy said, literally, if de Blasio ran people would be more likely to vote for the Taliban than for de Blasio at this point. Well, like, I mean, I, that is a horrible I, I, analogy, yet so What is he? It's so bizarre. Like, like, you know, anyway. I know. I don't it, want to talk about de Blasio. All right, we done? Are we have? I don't know. Is I hate this. Are we, are we, now we're back in the tunnel staring at the, at the headlight coming directly at us, and I thought yes, for we a are. minute we, we were are. out. It's coming train. I mean, we're in the middle of a crisis, and we can't let our guard down, and we can't tell ourselves it's okay or that we avoided something. We didn't. We're just keeping—we are still in the thick of it. I think we're barely keeping our head above water. I think we only have the yeah. straw. I actually think we are breathing through the straw above the well, water. We're a, little better, Lucas, we're a lot better now than we were a year ago. There is that. I guess, but it's just we have to just keep fighting for everything. It's it's the That's same right. with the That's abortion right. law and the federal judge and these judges that, thank God, at the last minute will step in and shut the shit down. But it shouldn't have to get to that fucking point. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> All right. All We're right. going to have to start, like, a little hope meter and, like, where we are on the... 
I think we're right, right. we're oh god. Okay, so can we end this on a better note? Like baseball is good. Like where where the Giants are playing the Dodgers. The NLC, NLDS. How bad was that? I mean, career. just I just saw the highlights of the Yankee game where they just like waved him home, and it was just. I mean, even I knew that as a third, but you don't do that. Yeah. No, it's a terrible. All that right. Terrible. The Yankees are a bad team. I mean, I mean they. Uh, so who's gonna win it? Who's gonna Who's gonna take the World Series? Well, the Real World Series is the Giants Dodgers series that happens starts on Friday. Those are the two best teams in baseball. I don't know that the winner of that will actually go on to win the World Series, but everyone knows those are the two best teams. That's okay. the series everyone's watching. And, All right. You know. So there's something to look forward to. Yes, go All Giants. Right. That's what I look Go to. Giants. Any books? What's up with? Are you writing anything new? I'm still working on my biography of George Moscone, but that okay. Uh, you know, taking some time. All right, we got the Mitchell minute. You're still tweeting. Yeah. Still tweeting a little bit. All right, still going to Amrita for coffee. Not so much because you know COVID. I know, but Renee said you go every once in a while. We'll get you down here. And we'll hang. Right, let's figure out time. We'll definitely catch up. But thanks, Lincoln. The people really miss you, and they really, they really said, they really love you, and they, they want you to know that. So, thanks for, Thank thanks you. for doing this. And just know that anytime you need to, you can dip into the jam and hang with the fam. We're all still there every night. We're still doing it. <laughs> we're going right. on like nine hundred. Send my love to Marta and everybody, and uh, and we'll catch up later. All right. All right. Thanks, bye. dude. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. There it is. Oh, we miss Linky. We really miss Lincoln. And so it was so good to see his face on the FaceTime. And I know he's going, he's going through stuff. It's not easy. It's not easy. We, we miss ISIS. And, ugh, it sucks. Dog people go through a lot. Um, but they have other dog people, so we know. Uh, and, yeah, check out Lincoln's website, LincolnMitchell.com. Check out his Twitter, Lincoln, at LincolnMitchell. Uh, he's on Lincoln A. Mitchell on the Instagram where he does his Mitchell Minute every day. And so you can get little little tidbits uh, of Lincoln and uh, on the daily, which is better because this took a while. This took too long, but we'll be back because obviously things are going to happen. And uh, I want to go, like, throw up right now after hearing that he's convinced that that, that orange ass is going to run again. Uh, but we all kind of knew that. Uh, and... I don't know. Pay attention to the over 710 missing uh, women from Wyoming. We didn't even get to touch on any of that stuff. Please pay attention to um, trans lives matter. Trans people are still losing their lives on a daily basis, and it's not. It's barely making a blip on the in the news. Uh, women's soccer are now finally standing up and kneeling down for abuse that's been going on within the uh, women's uh, soccer league and oh man like can we just get our shit together can we just get our shit together please the jam fam 8 o'clock every night check on your peeps we're all eh papacito's coming back we're making trips you know Wong's walking dogs Franklin Franklin is doing Franklin things MB we're gonna MB is gonna break and she's gonna come on the pod she's getting it's, it's a peer pressure kind of situation now. Uh, and anyone else that wants to come on the pod, just hit me up. We got time. We definitely have time. Uh, and we always have a space. So thanks for hanging. Get your vaccine. Get your booster. Get your flu shot. Just fucking jack yourself up with everything. If you're over 50, get your shingle shot. Ugh, barf. Um... I'm going to go do some laundry. I'm going to upload this podcast so you all can listen to it in your ear holes. 
Uh, hit me up on the Twitter. Hit me up on the Instagram. Yo, love yourself merch. Oh, by the way, uh, West Orange Art Council is going down. October 16th is the opening. One to four. Josie banging in the streets at J131 has put together a collection of street artists extraordinaire, of which I'm proud to say I'm one. And we will be up at the West Orange Art Council. It's an exhibit called Pieces. You'll see it on my Instagram. Go follow everybody. Check out PDX Exchange. They are doing big things in the Pacific Northwest. Donuts had a birthday. Uh, what else? PDX Exchange. I got the Love Yourself merch still for sale. Tie-dyes, gray hoodies, beanies, vaxxed as fuck, trucker hats. Come on now. It's all, it's all happening. You know you want to be comfy and cozy as the seasons change, and you even want to be comfy and cozy if you're out on the left coast. Still could rock the beanie. Still could rock the hoodie. You got air conditioning. Just crank it up a little bit. All right, that's it. We kept it short. We kept it sweet. And Lincoln dropped some incredibly important and informative points, as always, and some F-bombs, which we love. (laughs) And my mom hates. But it has been proven that people who use profanity are highly intelligent. They're open. They're honest. And that's how we fucking roll. So thanks for hanging. Wear your mask, get your vaccine, and check on your people. And until the next time, peace and hair grease.